0: We got this. we got this guys. okay, recording. All right. Um, and just to kind of recap last week, Shorge did a fantastic an amazing job job um, you know when she kind of went through how to identify your strategic partners, um, those with their hand up and those that you're running with uh, for the month. Um, also thinking about what does your business need? And she gave the analogy of the airplane, balancing those wings. Um, you know, you want to have a good balance, right? Needing And that's going to change yeah,
1: month to month.
0: You know, sure. what you need one month might not be what you need the next month. For sure. Um, sometimes you want to really focus on new clients and coaches, uh, Sometimes you might be having a month where you're just working in depth a lot, but most months should include both, but your, your focus may be on one or the other, yeah. a little bit more than the other. It's just sort of a balancing act, um, but especially looking for who has their hand raised and wants to run. Um, and that's huge. Yeah, who Who wants it? Who's got their hand
1: up? Who sends their map in? You know, Carrie and I, we don't really bug people mm-hmm. for their maps. If they're sending their map in, we know that they want this and everybody on this call, you know is sending their map in so that's something that is kind of key that shows me their
0: buy-in right there right right and i think especially as you get um into this business longer and longer it is easy to have periods where you kind of forget to add your new you know it happened to us we sat in one spot for two years because we were working in depth and we the airplane was like this you know and we needed to really bring on some new clients and new coaches To get our airplane kind of level um and we were talking about it earlier about when we hit global yeah so this is
1: not to scare anyone (laughs) but when we hit global you know that's when you have those five ed legs right on your on your front line only two of those are still coaching anymore
0: two of the
1: five two that are even coaching so i kind of I, i i was trying to think of an analogy i kind of think of it as a talent scout we were able to find some very good partners in depth in our business that are now on our our gen one, right? And you can't really do that if you're not in relationship and if you're not taking ownership, you have to know. So here's an example. And I think this is something that we learned, I hope we learned pretty early on because our mentors were so good at at leading the way. But when we were an ED, we were already, you know, taking ownership of our entire team in depth. So not just our frontline coaches, but their coaches and their coaches, because we did kind of grow pretty quickly like that. And we got to know them, we developed a relationship and we did that very early on. And so I think taking ownership and building a relationship with your coaches in depth is just huge. Yeah. And we never, ever made a mistake with we were absolutely perfect. I've never fire hosed
0: anyone ever. That's my (laughs) straight face joking. Um Jen was looking at us like, what? Um anyway, she knows. Yeah. We (laughs) made plenty of mistakes and our mentors were there kind of, you know, helping us, you know, you probably do not want to say it that way. You want to say it this way. And but you know what? Messy action in that, you know, moment was better than no action, I think. We learned a lot. but just to recap, you know, we had the five EDs to hit global, two are left, and then we have two others that we found in depth. Their coaches aren't coaching anymore, but we were able to find them in depth. Um, so we were able to save two of those legs as well. Um, and today we're gonna talk a lot about building um, relationships, because that's really the fundamental, as you like to say, sports analogy. Um, and this is where it gets tricky don't you think? It's more I mean, of an I think art. it's more of an art. Of an I art. think it's not
1: black and white. I think it's being a human and reading the room and having emotional intelligence and it, a lot of different words that we use for it. Um, and knowing, knowing what your people are going through, right? Because right. life gets lifey. People that, here's an example. We have a coach right now that her hand is raised. She is ready to run. She's also gone to four funerals this week. So it would be completely inappropriate for us to go in there and just, let's go, let's do it. You know, here's this, 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 you know, you have to kind of know these things. These are little subtleties that you need to learn um, when you're communicating with your coaches. But
0: also we're not ignoring her, but what we're saying in her thread is a little different. Now it's, how are you doing? Are you okay? She was being a little hard on herself because she felt like she was getting behind in the business. Hey, give yourself some grace. So the the what we're saying is shifted we didn't just forget about her because i have made the mistake of having coaches going through life and saying they need space and then i forgot to be a friend um i learned a very valuable lesson a few years ago about that um so don't forget about them but just you know just be a friend sometimes that's all they need and remember you're not a robot it's like when you're on the internet filling out a form and it wants you to check the little box i am not a robot <laughs> so you check it and then it gives you like pick all the you know, crosswalks or pick all the traffic lights. Sometimes it's a little. I still hard. look like a it's robot. Hard. Um, but that's what building relationships is. It's it's hard. You got to show you're not a robot. Um, get to know your people. What makes them tick?
1: And you really got to connect and make it fun. So that's kind of what I want to encourage you, especially the second week of the month. We're not quite to mid month you know her, who your two strategic partners are, you know their pace, and you also are going to be communicating with your other coaches too, but you need to know what's going on with them, right, um, and you want to keep it fun, and we're going to talk a little bit later about bouncing balls and how to pace with a coach. Um, let's see, okay, Carrie, you can well, talk about
0: that. you know, it's, I like, because I hear a lot, like, people say, I don't want to push, I don't, you know, and the word push, I don't want to hear anybody on my team ever say that word again. It's like saying diet, right? Um, I want you to replace that word with motivate. It's just like a football coach. He goes into the locker room before a game and he's motivating. He's motivating. You know, he's not preparing them to lose the game. He's not, you know, he's he's just motivating them, encouraging yeah. them, giving them confidence. And that's what you are as a coach. We're coaches. It's your entire job is know? to bring
1: out the best in people.
0: Yeah, we're motivating. Yeah. Um, we're recognizing paces. Like we talked about earlier, you know, some people have life happening and they're not able to run right now, but I still love them. I'm still their coach. I'm still going to motivate them, um, when it's time. Um, but you really got to learn to read the room and adjust your pace, but also don't forget that you're their coach.
1: Yeah. And another thing is a good coach doesn't just sit back and do nothing. Right. I mean, we have to understand, and Jen did an amazing job of this um, at convention on stage. You know, having that Sherpa help her up the mountain. That that person was her guide. She'd never done it before. He had done it before. He had to recognize her pace and what she needed, and how to you know give her basically the roadmap to get there. Right. So you have to remember they don't. They've never done it before. They are depending on us as a coach to do that, and it's not pushing. It's helping. It's motivating. Yeah. It's he bringing gave her some- awakening
0: and bringing out the best. Tough enough. love too. remember. When she got lazy. Oh, remember yeah, she got she lazy did. and he had to, I, I just wanted to say that, um, but he gave her tough love too. Um, so, you know, and that's okay. I mean, I, I like it when someone gives me tough love. Um, I have, we have certain coaches, they love that, you know, um, I think you're going to talk about that too. Yeah. I, you know, it's, you know, when you go into a thread, you know, and it's maybe somebody that's, that's not got their, they don't have their hand up, but you just want to go in and, and relationship build or whatever. And you go in and you see, you said this, and then a week before that, you said this, and then a week before that, you said this, and the coach has never responded. Or it's like you as the FIBC and the sponsoring coach, and it's just you two going back and forth in this person's thread, and the coach isn't responding, you know, it might be time to just, back up a little bit and train's going to leave the station and they will let you know when they want to hop on.
1: That's a friend zone moment.
0: Yeah. Client zone, friend zone, you know, whatever it may be. I've had to put clients in friend zone, you know, so, um, and then you just pivot and you're working with someone else. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the two as Melissa talked about it last week. Um, the two that you are running with. So these are the two that you have on your map, you've identified them, they've got their hand raised, they're ready to run. You probably already have a relationship going because the the thread is busy, right? There's a lot of balls being thrown back and forth. Um, You know what's going on in their life, but just make sure you know everything about their clients and coaches and that you know their business really, really well. Like the back of your hand. Yeah.
1: It's on your map, you know, we've, we're not going to go over the map because we've already kind of t- touched on that. It's on your whiteboard. I mean, you're
0: eat, sleep, breathing their business. You know it. Yeah. Um, you're going to be keeping it fun and exciting, right? Celebrating all the wins. Oh, they just signed up a new client. I got them one step closer to that next rank. They're really going for celebrate it. You're good at all the gifts. gifts I don't know how to say it. Um, you know, they'll have gift wars and the you know, thread and drives our mentors crazy if they're in the thread, but um, celebrate all those wins and make it fun. Um, Another thing you want to do is run their numbers frequently. You're not just going to run their numbers mid-month and end of the month. You might run them, you know, a lot more frequent than that. Um, I just want to recap that very quickly as well, um, because I think it's so important But you can do it. um, This is the... We're not going to teach the watch
1: list, so we're we're going to teach old school, right? um, Because I know not everybody on here is probably using the watch list. So um, we have, for privacy, taken off names and stuff on here. So there's only IDs.
0: Yeah. So this is you go to hover over engage, go to all coaches report. You can filter it by your frontline only or your organization. Um, I have removed some of the columns. So I went to I hit the three little dots went to columns and you can see I removed some of the stuff that I didn't want to see um, and I removed their names to keep it you know to maintain some privacy here but this particular coach here is one that, that we're running we're running with okay so the first column because I've weeded out some other columns um but the first column I have up is her current fqb one nine six six um her projected is one nine two zero of course we all know that that will most likely change either up or down as orders. We hope it goes up. (laughs) Yeah, You know, she adds clients, it goes up um, or her FQV would go up. Um, But if you want to see their projected FQV at the end of the month, you add these two together. So it's taking their current FQV and the projected. So those are those orders that are set to process that we know can change. So we added those up beforehand. And also one thing, You guys might see here. She's got a senior coach team. Yeah.
1: So she just brought on a coach and that coach has already hit senior coach this month. Okay. So we are thinking blended path, right? So just to review, everyone on here knows points, but she's got one point from a senior coach already. So we know she needs 4,800 and frontline volume, right? So we'll set the stage with that. So you're good at math. You want to add those two really quickly in your head. So very quickly, that math is three. That roughly three thousand eight hundred eighty-seven. She's smart. So smart. Yeah. <laughs> so we know she needs forty-eight hundred, right, minimum. So we're gonna subtract that from forty-eight hundred, and that leaves nine hundred and thirteen.
0: So forty-eight hundred minus her current projected of three eight eight seven is 913 to get her to ed okay so if
1: all of her numbers pan out as of now she would be 913 and fpv away from ed via the blended path so i divide 913 by the qualifying volume which is 358 okay of a new client and that's 2.5 so i know that she is roughly three to four i always go for more right three to four
0: clients away from blended ed
2: hell yeah i'm running with her she's motivated
0: so yeah we're we're running with her now she's kind of a newer coach am i going to go through all this math with her no because i lost half of y'all just from going over (laughs) that math so i'm not going to go over that math with her i'm just kidding um what i'm going to say is girl you have a senior coach if you added three to four new clients you'd hit executive director that's what i'm going to say to her um and let's do it you know um and I actually did that um I
1: actually sent her a message but I'll also call her probably today as well because but the just to set the stage for you guys she wants it I mean this is someone that as a brand new senior coach wrote on her map executive director and she wants it so that's key right they have to want it not just you wanting it for them Yeah. So, um, I'm going to be going to her Facebook page. I'm going to be inspecting what I inspect. I'm looking for ways to bounce a ball to her, to give her something to do, right? Because she's brand new. The confused mind does nothing. You want to help create that momentum for them. So girl, send me some pictures. I I can't wait to make a new side-by-side for you. Or have you done your, your sugar shot, your spooky edition? I know her mom's on program. So I was like, you and your mom need to go and get your pumpkin shot. Like, boom, right? Personal, and,
0: you know, that's personal. And so
1: mom. I'm trying to think of ways and I'm gonna give her one or two th- th- things at a time to do instead of saying, okay, I want you to get on every single power hour this week. I want you to change your profile picture. I want you to do this. I want you to follow up with Right? She's gonna be like, girl, chill out. So I'm gonna give her two or three action steps to do and then I'm going to wait for her to do it and then I'm going to give her the next ones and it's going to be fun it's going to be going back and forth
0: and that's going to get her some momentum right so and those are the threads we're checking multiple times a day you know cuz we know it's getting the ball's getting bounced back and forth yeah now say she hits ed well i'll say when she hits ed right the next month she's you know hit ed what's our what's our new goal for her going to be well we're not going to say the next rain which is regional we're probably going to say let's focus on points let's grow by two to three points one to two points, you know figure out their pace you might say one to two points you might say three to four points um her i'd probably say let's try to grow two or three points um next month and that gives a, a good solid goal it also starts teaching her the point system um, so that's what I would say you know is a good goal for someone who's at that e d level and maybe they don't have any coaches yet. Um, and so regional director would be, you know a big goal for them. can be done, but um, you know, I would say points work work better. And some things in the chat that i'm that I'm seeing that are just awesome. Yes, yeah, so
1: we know that that coach also has two new clients this month. So if she adds three more, not only is she going to hit ED, she's also going to get her AFA, right? She's going to get that 250. She's already earned 250 for helping a senior coach get there because that coach earned all five in, in just a couple of weeks on program or as a coach rather. Um, another thing we're going to be doing is we're absolutely going to be bumping posts on her page. I'm gonna be going to go into her profile picture. I'm going to be bumping it. Sometimes I will delete my former comment and then recomment, and that just sends it out into um circulation again um definitely that's something that we do very commonly i don't think it's ever too early to start bumping posts with people you're running with um and then let's see kelly said assess if they're just ignorant to what an ed is and what the advantage absolutely they need to know not only is it a huge milestone um she would be making it in the blended path so she would not be making the what is it 28 percent commission now that she would make if she were at six thousand, but she will make what 20 i think it's
0: 25
1: or 26 commission i
0: don't remember she would make
1: director she would make director commission but yes she would qualify for ed events and that's huge because she has already voiced that she wants to be at the events so we know what
0: motivates her so that helps as well yeah and they these are the type of people that love the motivation they love you getting in their thread and giving them the action stuff. Um, they love, you know, maybe it's a little bit of tough love. They love that. They see that as you caring about them and their business because they're motivated. They want to grow their business. So if you're helping them, they like that. Yes, it's their love language. Now let's talk about the others. Maybe the ones that have life happening that don't have their hand raised or, you know, they're just they're not runners so to speak. You know, maybe they're they're just kind of taking this one point per month at a time, which is totally fine. I love, I love these people because they stick around. Um, we have some that grew like a point every two months and they, they're still here years later and they're doing great. Um, so these people, you definitely want to remain in relationship with them. Um, so, you know, I would say if you do want to touch base with them, even though they're not the ones that you're running with, right? You still want to touch base with them oh, yeah. uh, throughout the month. Uh, so it might be, first of all, I would say, go to their Facebook page and see what's going on in their life. Um, especially over the last few weeks. Um, and if their thread hasn't had anything in it for a bit, you know, for a couple of weeks, start with something non-business. Um, yeah, you can't be a hundred percent
2: business all the time. You just can't. That's a good example of that. Are
1: you talking about yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> We've got a coach. And in depth, and she is amazing. She raises many donkeys, and they're like the cutest things I've ever seen. And she, I don't know, I just I thought of her one day. We saw this little mini donkey statue, and I took a picture, and um, I
0: sent it to her in her business thread. And I was like, I was just thinking about you, girl. And I'm just now you working. can't do that to anyone else because they think you were calling them an ass. Right? <laughs> but with her, you know, we can do that. <laughs> so that's kind of right. Yeah.
1: Um, but it was my way of connecting with her right? Like you, you want to think about your people, and you want to connect with them. And you also want to make it
0: fun and funny. And that's just kind of how my personality is anyway. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know, an al- an analogy of like spraying the pan first before you cook your chicken on the stove, right? You want to do a little bit of non business relationship building, you know, first, and then maybe you kind of get a feel for what's going on. Maybe they've Maybe they've been to a funeral that day and that's not the day to, to bounce a ball to them. Um, kind of like a love deposit. Yeah. So, you know, it's just kind of just just something a little personal first, I think helps. Instead of a month goes by, nothing's been in a thread. And then all of a sudden you're in there and you're saying, hey girl, let's get your profile photo as a before and after. You know, that that's, that's not smooth. So, um, you know, and- A lot of times you check in just with something non-business and then you kind of get a conversation going and then you can say, hey, you should do the, you know, the pumpkin shot this month for Halloween. That'd be great. You've lost how much weight now? Like 20 pounds. Let's do it. And then you can, you can start giving them a little business stuff. Um, Sometimes you find out life is happening. Um, So for ours that has had four funerals this past week, we're just checking in. We're just seeing how she's doing emotionally. Um, and feeling kind of feeling it out. And when she's ready, you know, she'll, she'll let us know. Um, and she already is actually letting us know, um, that she's ready to get moving again. Okay.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about coach explores. So if what your business, if what you're focusing on this month is, and and we all are bringing on new coaches, right. But say you've done some coach explores. Okay. And then nothing really happened. You noticed no one's really gone back in. No one's really followed up. And you're like, hmm, I wonder, let's see what's going on. And so you might pop in and say, hey, Susie Q, I'm just checking in to see if you had some, you know, luck setting up some, uh, some of those training health assessments. You know, got any people that are either, you know, willing to help you get trained up or be your guinea pigs? Sometimes they don't understand exactly what they're supposed to be doing. And you have to follow up and reiterate that. Um, and say, hey, let's let's get you going. Let's get some people, you know, let's train some people that are on your heart. Or maybe you have some family members that can help you train. Um, or sometimes they're not putting it in the thread and they're side texting and they're doing them with the, you know, maybe there's an ED in between you as the business coach and that new coach, and you have no clue. You're not looped in at all. It's silent in there, and all of a sudden you're like, oh. They have been doing them, but I have no idea. And you just need to kind of go in there and say, hey, you know, let's, let's all stay in the loop here. Let's use
0: this to communicate. Um, and that's very common with, with new coaches. I think it's just a habit they have to get into. Yeah, so for
1: sure. And, and I've had to, you know, reiterate that a couple of times. And I just say something along the lines of work, you know, there's just more people to bounce things off of, more people to help. It's, you know, um, or it could be that they're just in analysis paralysis, and you need to say, Hey, um, you know, remember you had some people when we did that explore, we had, or the meet and greet, um, you had some people on your heart that you wanted to reach out to. Have you been able to connect with them? Um, and guys, if a couple of days goes by and they're still not setting them up, I like to launch them. For I mean, sure. that's what I like to do. I'm talking then about, Hey, what do you think about getting your pumpkin shot? I don't wait. I mean, that's just my personal preference. I want to get them in momentum, you know, and many times they have, maybe they have bought their business kit and it's like, let's get them going, right? For a new coach, I'm wanting to set that pace, at least getting them trained and confident and competent in health assessments. Um, so that, that's kind of how I roll, um,
0: you know, check with your mentors on that, um, on how they like, would like to best lead you there. And I think, especially with these newer coaches or coaches that don't have their hand raised, Um, you know, especially on their celebration calls, take note of any rock star clients that you think would make a good coach um, and write them on your whiteboard. I always write them on my whiteboard to remind myself to follow up because I know that their sponsoring coach maybe isn't, you know, hugely involved or a runner and they're probably not going to follow up themselves. So I always, you know, on those particular celebration calls, I take note of any you know, rockstar clients that I want to follow up with and maybe talk to about coaching. Um, If you have a new coach, um, you know, that's not launching, you know, and you, you maybe suggested that, then I would definitely, and I kind of upfront say this, you know, I say, send me some photos. I'll make a before and after I make it for them. Uh, I might make a few for them and let them pick. I'll put the disclaimer on it and I'll write the verbiage. And then i wait for them to post. So it's super easy for them. It's literally copy, paste, they're done. So I've made something that's like a, can be a really huge momentum making thing. And I've made it very easy for them. Um, and like Michelle said, analysis paralysis or the confused mind does nothing. If I just say, post this on your Facebook, here's a verbiage and caption you can put underneath it. Then that's clear as a bell to them. And a lot of times they'll do it. And guess what? We're gonna gonna take ownership of that and we're gonna babysit that post.
1: We're gonna watch it. We're gonna make sure they understand how they're replying, how they're gonna take it to Messenger, that they understand where to find that on the system that we've discussed it. I mean, y'all, let's be honest, sometimes you get an accidental launch, which I actually think is kind of fun. And you you happen to see it and you're like, oh God, they've got 500 comments and they haven't replied to one of them. You know, sometimes you have to go back in and say, okay, this is amazing. Oh my God. And also I think preparing them that it is going to be busy. They don't want to post and ghost. You don't want to post. You don't want to go to a movie afterwards. You want to be there. (laughs) And if they can't reply to everyone, you know, they can just do a few at a time and just know that they're going to feel a little bit overwhelmed and
0: you're going to talk them off the ledge and kind of calm them down a little bit. So yeah. Now Um, you know, like we said before, sometimes you're just not getting any balls hit back at you. And I think that's a sign it's time to go, go wide. You know, we've, we've definitely had, and especially some of the older coaches as in they've been coaching a while, um, you know, they're working with the same people dragging them across the finish line every month. And, you know, if you were having to drag someone across the finish line or beg them to set up a celebration call or beg them to. And your roster Co's, is not deep uh, enough. Yeah, then you are not wide enough. Well, I say I use I use sports yeah, analogies. Yeah. You know, then you don't have a, right. a big enough roster. Yeah. You don't have you backups need new, in new You need new people. You need to go back to the fundamentals, right? Clients, find some coaches, uh, and go wide. And that's what we had to do when we were at this same spot for two years. You know, we we were dragging the same people over the finish line and we had to just go wide. So and it's that, a
1: lot more fun yeah. when you're not dragging people, yeah. and you're working with new people. It reenergizes you. It takes you back to what you love about this. Um, it it really did change everything for us.
0: Yeah. It. Yeah. It kind of like lights a fire in you when you have someone that's a new coach and they really want it. They're saying they're looking at the carrot. What's the next rank? What can I do? Please. You know. They're they're waving their hand, both hands in your face. You know, and they don't come they don't come along frequently, but, you know, if you go out and you go wide and you find some new clients, you're probably going to find one of those in there and that can really reinvigorate you and help you a lot. Um, And that's, you know, brings us to your future, right? That's another area to think about. We talk about the two that you're running with, the other coaches that maybe aren't running, but you're still working with. Another thing to think about is your future. Maybe it's your frontline, you know, maybe it's on your frontline clients you love to partner with, um, bringing on those clients and then looking in there to see who would I like to partner with as a coach. What about depth?
1: Yeah. So, one thing as an FIBC and, you know, as an up and coming FIBC, I take notes. If I do a celebration call with someone and they jump out to me, they're going on my whiteboard, you know, because a lot of times I find that the coach may or may not follow up with them, especially after we send that coaching video. Um, so that's something that I like to take ownership of as well. Um, and so I'm friending them. I'm keep, you know, I'm, I'm trying to build a relationship, keeping them in my world. So, um, that's
0: another kind of strategy that we use. Yeah. Also, looking who's posting on the client support page. Is there somebody, maybe they're in depth and they're a client and they keep posting on the client support page, and you're like, wow, um, that's a time to reach down and kind of maybe, maybe they don't have a very active coach um, who's not really offering coaching or offering to explore coaching. So maybe that's a time for you to just reach down. Um, let their sponsor and coach know. Hey, they're posting a lot on the support page. Let's let's get them on a coach explore. Um, who's sending you a lot of referrals? You know, those are people that you can say, Hey, let's talk about coaching here. You keep sending me referrals, um, or people who are adding. They're at, they keep trying to add people like clients, adding people to the client support page. That means that they're thinking about other people that they want on the page to get healthy. So that's another indicator of. This person might be a coach potential, right? Mary and Michelle, can I say something about this? Yeah, please. Right. Who is that? So I
3: that was me. Um, so I want to give like it's exactly what you're talking about. And I've actually had two calls today specifically about this. And it was with coaches, both new and salty sea dogs, but um like the true gold and importance of why. It's still really, really important for your own business if you're on this call and you've been around to be, I would just say, obnoxious in terms of posting in your client support page. And I am giving a shout out to Krista because I feel like she is like the queen bee example of doing this, but um, that's why she has such a high percentage of participation From her entire organization of clients, like from the get go, everybody knows that that is a safe space to post prior to their journey starting on their week one. They are participating like none other in all of the shots, but it's because she never stopped posting on a really, really regular basis in her client support page. And she does a really great job of of not just showing, not just posting the quote and the recipe and a transformation. It is like how she is living life. Um, No, annoying is a good thing. We all need to be annoying, like obnoxious. Um, But that's really important. Like she is probably the best at showing how she, and I would say Sarah also, Sarah and Krista, of like how they just live life, where they're at in their books, what life looks like on, you know, while they're camping and with the kids and in maintenance and in transition and um, getting together. But that's why her people are not scared to post. And that's why they have kind of, I just call it like the warm up pool. They're okay with posting on their personal page because they've already done it multiple times in Strive for Health. But I think that goes by the wayside really quickly. Um, and so, I mean, she's very inspiring to me, but I talked to multiple coaches today about like, okay, well, if you don't post anymore in, you know, you're a salty sea dog working up to a really big rank, but it's been like a year since you've posted anything about your own journey, your health, if you're contending your recipes, what it looks like. I mean, you wonder why you don't have any new energy. you're not putting it out there anymore. So um, I'll just, that was my soapbox moment, but what you said, it is
1: very valid. Yeah, it's so true. And everything's duplicated, right? So Krista's business is going to look exactly like what she does um, without a doubt. And she's leading with her own health journey. And that's kind of like what Carrie talked about on the Tuesday night call is you have to show your passion. It all starts with passion on your client support page and your personal Facebook yeah. page. People have to know that you actually, people want to work with people that are passionate and love what they're doing. And if you get too much of a salty sea dog vibe, like I'm just showing up, I'm doing my
0: I'm Robot. Doing
1: my quote, my recipe. And you're like forgetting to be like relevant, I guess, for lack of a better word, um, you're showing why you're doing what you're doing. Guilty, I've been there, you know? Um, but we can always change that, right? We can always level up and, and really, it honestly starts with your, with your health journey. So get your, get your fuel links on the first of the month, get your health in check. Everybody on this call probably has already had their order in. They got their blondies, by the way. I, I like the blondies. They're good. Um, I had to make them in my dog treat maker because our, <laughs> our microwave's broken. In our dash. We have a dash. It's not treat working. Maker. So we have a thank you, Carla Moore, for sending that to us. It actually makes dog treats. And so my blondies were made into dog bones. And, and did we post delicious. about
0: making something in our dog treat waffler? You bet. You bet. Goofy and. Oh, in your coffee. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. And yes,
1: Dash makes a dog treat maker now.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Does anyone else want to um, add anything? I just want to reiterate um, before we open this up that if if you feel stuck as a coach, you know, we always talk about our clients. If you have a client that feels stuck, you know, answer these questions and are you doing this and that? If you feel stuck as a coach, it is time to level up. And I guarantee you, it's probably being more passionate on your Facebook. And I I'm guilty of this too. Like you get in that rhythm of like, three posts per day, a personal post, click, take a photo of my dog, I'm done, I've done my Facebook work, but if you have to show your passion, you got to do a live every once in a while, and give a help tip, or maybe it's not a live, maybe it's a post, but you really want to be an influencer, if you've ever watched like reels, or went to an influencers, like Facebook feed, it's a lot of very personal stuff, it's not robot, and so Act like a health coach on your Facebook page, but also act like a passionate, crazy, energetic health coach on your page. And my guess is that if you are stuck, it is time to level up. Yeah. And your coaches are going to do what you do, right? And your for clients. Sure.
2: Does
0: anybody, anybody check
1: the chat out here? Yeah, let's. Um, Lindsay see. said something. Um, I'm sure Lindsay can find a fashionable waffle maker for us.
2: Oh my God um, six Someone months of lives.
0: Yep. I gave it to y'all Tuesday. Go up a little bit.
2: I just
3: said it's really easy. If you've outsourced your branding, Yes, it's very, very careful that you, you accidentally just outsourced all of your energy and your work. You're not yep. touching your business anymore.
0: Yep. And, exactly. I, that's and I made I that mistake, for. you know, I made that mistake where it was like automatic, the three branding posts, and I would take a few photos of, you know, the dogs throughout the day. And it was just a robot and people can see that. And it is incredibly important to do and outsource the branding. I, I definitely do it, but I've got to throw my energy and my passion in there as well. Or it's just going to fall flat and people are going to know. It's just like this automatic posting that you're doing. They're going to know and see that because they're not seeing your passion.
1: And your new coaches, so this is kind of how it relates to this as a business coach level. Your coaches are watching what you do. And so they're going to do what you do because everything's duplicated, both the good and the bad. So here in this planting season, um, it's extra important to level up and really be out there living it out loud. And you're you're not going to be annoying. So Krista, you're not annoying. You're leading.
0: Good job. You're leading. Look, leadership, not everyone's going to like you. That's not what being a leader is. If you've ever held, held like a leadership position at your JOB,
1: you everyone know, hated
0: Carrie. I mean,
1: you know, I, mean, like, I, think, a few,
0: I think a few liked me, but, um, you know, I definitely have people that didn't like me or that, you know, whatever. I'm not saying that coaching is the same, um, but you're, you know, leadership is hard, in other words. And we're going to just open it up to questions. We've got like 20 minutes. Um, comments, questions. Um, I know that relationship building is... It's kind of a hard thing to like give you concrete
1: examples of, but I think the takeaway here is know your people, communicate with them as a human being. Don't be all business all the time, but still you need to pace with them and bounce balls. Know where they're at.
0: Misty has her hand up. Oh, good go for it, Misty.
4: I do. So a couple of things. Um, Number one, I think sometimes because we are so positive in what we do that at least for me, I'm like, I should be super excited to do this job 24 seven. And sometimes there are times where I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't really want to do it. And I feel guilty about that because it's the best job ever. And so I think just realizing that like any job, um, this is the best job in the whole wide world, but there are still gonna be some positives and some negatives and to not let yourself get down in there and then like beat yourself up over <laughs> what's going on. Um, and then the other thing that I, I've i been working with a couple of coaches and I actually had one of my coaches say, and she's hit ED multiple months in a row and just hasn't these last couple of things. She said, um, coaching isn't fun for me. And I went- what, it's not fun for you. And it's because she hasn't found new people to help. And so she's kind of dragging those old clients. And so that made me go, oh, that's brilliant. Like that's how I can help her is to help her find those new people because we need those new coaches that kind of re-energize us old salty sea dogs. (laughs) And we need those new clients where you're working through some struggles or you're celebrating those 50 pound losses. And so I think that was a big wake up for me is just to realize like, yes, there are going to be some highs and lows. Um, but the lows aren't that low and (laughs) the highs are really high. And, um, with camp, I went through and added up, uh, how much money I had made with Optavia since, um, becoming an ED. And I went, Hot, damn. am. <laughs> that's a lot of money to just love on people, and so you know, look for those little things. We were out walking our dog, and we stopped to talk to our neighbor, and she and her husband are both on my heart list. They have a little boy with special needs that's pretty young, and they're older. And she said, "I need to talk to you about your thing," and I was like, "Yay!" So don't forget about those new people. Yeah, that's all.
1: For sure, for sure. I, I mean, that's what keeps it really fun for me is is always filling that funnel. You know, if if you don't, your airplane's going to be completely lopsided because you're never going to bring on new. If you're not bringing on new clients, you're you're not going to be bringing on new coaches. I think that gets missed sometimes, you know, um, because it's impossible to bring on new coaches from. Uh, well, it's not impossible. That's not it's, true. Yeah. How do I phrase that?
0: It's, it's hard to bring on coaches from clients that have been clients for a long time. Those people. Start coaching within, I think, statistically, the first like month or two of being on program. That's when most people start coaching. Um, I had to give a little tough love the other day to someone, you know, dragging people across the finish line. And, you know, I was like, it's time to go wide. It's time to bring on new clients. It's time to do a live on Facebook. She's on here. She knows who who I'm talking about. And she did it. So I bounced a ball at her and she bounced it back. So.
1: Yeah, so Jen was in line at security, met a nurse practitioner, and they have a coach explorer set up. So, and I mean Jen, Jen's business, right? Wow, she's still doing the do. She's still doing the thing. Yeah. She's still bringing on new
0: and keeping it exciting. Yeah. And if for you sure. if you have a someone on your front line that hits fibic, guess what? It's time for you're going to have some free time, so you can go wider after that. Um so again it's the wings of the the airplane. You guys are welcome to pop off mute. Janice just hand. said just make sure it applies to the whole group and it's
2: nothing it, you know don't divulge personal yeah. details of your business. Krista, go for it. Um so I have a
5: question of how do you I don't know if there's an answer but how do you teach passion? You know, I when I hopped on program I posted in the strive for health page I was so excited about my little shaker bottle and my water and all of that still nervous to post on my regular page but I mean I have um I have a team that does awesome with sharing resources for their clients like the, the recipe and the transformation but there's a lack of passion like we're talking about and I am going to have times where um I'm going to talk to them this evening on a little team power hour What suggestions do you have to enlighten people on how to, because I can tell them to walk around their, their room and take pictures of stuff. But then I also don't want to set that stage that their dog and their, you know, messy closet is enough, like, but to have like legit passionate things to create that momentum.
0: Are you talking about on their Facebook specifically or Or just like within them?
5: Um, I would say more on their Facebook because I know that it's within them. These are people that are passionate about the program. It's just not showing up on their Facebook
1: page. I think you have to ask powerful questions. Yeah. I think you have to ask the right questions to get it out of them. And That's really kind struggle.
5: of. I struggle with the right, I struggle with reflective questions.
1: You know, what do you love? What lights you up? You know, what sets your soul on fire? You can use big words, you can, not big words, but like, you know, um, to me, that's the key, you know, um, and you, you are helping them find it within them. Yeah. Instead of telling them, because I guess that's a little different, you know, difference between transactional and transformational. I mean, it'd be very easy for you to say, do this, do that, do that, but really helping them find it within them
0: is sort of that next level.
1: Mm-hmm. Or you
0: might pick up on something that they say, like, oh my gosh, I just went to my doctor and he was, he or she was so proud of me and asked me, you know, they cut down on my blood pressure pill. And then that's when I say, you should post about that on your Facebook page. So anytime I hear them say something like they're excited or whatever, post that. Of course we have to be within compliance and all the things, but yeah, post about it.
1: Yeah. You're looking for those little clues that they're giving you. Yeah, um, Cause it sounds like they're already passionate about the program. They just need help with turning that passion into content.
5: Yeah, thank you.
1: And finding their, for lack of a better word, their brand. Right, like everybody's a little bit different, but like ours is going to be a little bit more on the goofy, lighthearted side with animals that are barely have eyes and you know are
0: silly and like we're sort of that. That's kind we're of not our cooks, thing. I mean, we right? don't like we screw up in the kitchen when we do our lean and greens and we do a live, you know, we usually screw something up, but we just laugh about it.
1: But helping them find that, their brand,
0: you know, who they are and and what lights them up. Christy Lopez does a lot of photos with her kids, helping her make healthy food, or her kids are in the garden with her, helping her pick vegetables. That's a really good brand because she is showing that she's a health coach, Mm -hmm. but also adding a little bit of an extra thing to it where her kids are actually learning these healthy habits. So I can't help but think that that's got to speak volumes to a lot of the moms and dads out there, you know, about the ripple effect of getting healthy and how that can be transferred to your kids as well. So I think Christy Lopez has a really good brand. Yeah. Especially with the poop too. You know, she and the really poop owns that. She definitely takes ownership of the yeah. poop. You know, um, so.
1: Uh, let's see, Lynette said, the, they a lot of times they're just overthinking it, yeah. which is true. A lot of times people are just, they're looking to be perfect and nobody wants perfect. You know, people want relatable. So I try to take the pressure off of a new coach and say, look, life is messy. You can be a little bit, I mean, you don't want to be too much of a hot mess. You know what I'm saying? But they can show real life a little bit as well. Like they don't have to have a perfect persona. Yeah. An image.
0: And then like short said, boot camps." can help with a lot of that boot camps and trainees can can also help reinvigorate them and sort of bring out their passion. Um, You know, sometimes getting a healthy dose of Jen or Gina or somebody to kind of light your own fire um, is a good way to kind of pull that passion out of them. And events, nothing's going to do like an event. I mean, an event can change a person's entire business. It did
2: for us, for sure. Uh, who else?
0: Y'all quiet today.
2: Not really. I'm
0: not too, too quiet. This is in the way. Y'all can put questions in the chat um, or you can raise your hand.
1: And I'm looking at the chat. So if y'all see my eyes
0: are going yeah, over here, it's because
1: I'm
2: trying to look here, but and the, I'm the moving tr- things. Terry's tr- literally moving things around the screen <laughs> like this.
0: Mm-hmm. Me too, Allison. I'm afraid that Jen will kill us if we miss an event. So
1: one thing I'll say is integrating those coaches early; those new coaches is huge. I am, I mean, I am really pushing those Tuesday night calls right out of the right out of the gate with a new coach as an expectation. You know, I really want to see you on there. That's a rock in your schedule. And I think if your coach is not integrated, and I think we all kind of know what we mean by that into into our entire offering. Chances are, if they don't become integrated and they're never getting on the trainings, the, the likelihood of them sticking around long-term, it's not, it's not that likely, right? So, I mean, you kind of know who those folks are. Um, so I'm really early on. It, Tuesday night calls and every boot camp that we've got, I am trying to get the coaches on there. For sure. I'm awake. And I'm not just saying get on the boot camp, right? Like I'm explaining to them why I think it would be powerful for where they are in their coaching journey, because you can't just say, Hey, we've got a boot camp. Come on. I want to see you on it. That that's more like a manager and that's, that's not going to work. Um, you really have to sort
0: of explain how it could benefit them. I hope that makes sense. I'm not the best with words. And it it could be different for some of your coaches. Like, for instance, you have a runner where you're like, oh, my God, you're going to love this boot camp and you're really excited about it. Whereas we have someone else who's had a death in the family and a lot of life happening. And we said to him, like, hey, this is a great boot camp. If it's not your time, not the right season for you, that's okay. But it's going to be really good. We think it would be good for you. But again, we understand if you can't get on it. He's had a couple of deaths and things going on. And so we, we worded it in a way of being um, sensitive to maybe what was going on in his life. And he ended up saying, yeah, I want to do it. I'll probably have to watch the recordings, but you know, yeah, I want to do it. And so just thinking about like um, wording it differently for different coaches as well, instead of just spamming out, you know, a bunch of stuff.
1: Lindsay, I totally get that. So I wish every, she said, some of us just did all the things right out of the gate. We didn't really have to be prompted or encouraged and, you know, yeah, we did. We were the same way, but not everyone's like
0: that. So we kind of have to. Doesn't mean they're not good. Doesn't mean they're not having an impact, um, yeah. but they just might need a little bit. It, it doesn't come that, it may not. Oh, Jen didn't. What? You know, really? So yeah, so
1: there you go. So you can't give up on them. You just have to meet them where they are and and help. I'm sure that Gina had to somehow get through to Jen over time. You know, the I think she pulled Adam
0: in. She pulled
1: Adam in. You
3: know? uh, and I'll I'll just say, Jen will probably kill me. But I mean, I'm sure she probably knew. Like my first year of, this is confession, um, my first year of coaching while I was still a teacher and literally like working four jobs, and y'all knew I was like a total crazy person coming running high volume and just client acquisition. I probably did not get on a Tuesday night coach call for my entire first year of coaching.
0: I'm You're a miracle baby,
3: okay? But it was Good because. On. Can I just say it was because I was on the phone doing health assessments. Like it was not that I was just painting pictures and doing random stuff. It was because I was doing a health assessment. And so I think it also depends on you got to know your people. Like, you know, who's working and who's not. Yes. I'm saying I was, that was terrible. Okay. Don't be me. But like you know if your people are engaged and they're doing the things i was fully engaged but i was like prioritizing like what's gonna build my business being on a you know well i i'll probably say back yeah um yeah which i stopped doing you know um but it's you yeah i mean i was engaged but that's i would say that's probably a unicorn you know example um But I think it's also like you, if nobody is doing anything in their business, then they don't have an excuse not to be on the Tuesday night call or be integrated. You know, like I was, I would always go back and watch the recording. I would be on every boot camp. I would do the things that may not be in the exact time, but I feel like my people still knew I was doing it at the end of the day. So I think that's again, where it's like that dance of knowing your people. I mean, right. you know who's doing stuff
2: and who's not. Yeah. But yeah. yes, be a better coach than me because I was terrible. You are not. You're amazing.
0: And don't give up on people. <laughs> I mean, that's a good lesson there with Lindsay. Yeah. She, you know, Jen could have been like, "Oh, well, that that girl is not getting on anything." You know, and giving up on her, but she didn't.
1: Yeah, so. you're not giving up on
0: people. You're just the train. Yeah.
1: You know,
2: just working with different people that are a different place in their business um than other people are any other questions we've got a few more minutes left a couple more minutes
0: michelle has some really good insight from her years of playing softball and being coached and um whatnot and any words of wisdom oh don't put me on the spot or anything well i just sometimes Um, you come up with these insights that are like What what being an athlete growing up did for you and getting that mentorship and that coaching? Yeah, I think
2: I love the analogy of push
1: versus motivate. I do not like hearing coaches say, I don't want to push somebody. We're not asking you to push someone, but you can't just sit back and do nothing. I mean, that's not bringing out the best in the other person. We have this huge, huge gift, right? We have this huge gift of coaching. They have $199 they've invested in this. Are we going to let them do nothing with it? You know, it's the same thing um, when a coach doesn't work with an athlete that has talent, right? You have to work with them. You have to teach them the fundamentals. You have to get them engaged and working through all of the things that come through it. There's concepts that they're going to run into. It's just like when you're an athlete, you're going to go through slumps, you know? Um, and you have to work through those things with coaches. I don't know. I, I use a lot of sports analogies because that has been a part of my life forever. And I probably bring some of that you know, in, over into mentoring. Um, but that's what makes it really fun for me. And you know, I remember coaches celebrating wins of their players. And that's what it's all about, right? Celebrating wins for your coaches. That's way more important to me than personal wins. Watching others win,
2: that's what it's all about. Allison.
1: So, question
5: for both of you. If you could go back to your brand new FIB self, FIBC self, what would you, what advice would you give yourself
1: knowing what you know now? I would not spam my coaches. I was really bad. I was a spamming away.
0: Copy, paste, copy, Tuesday paste, night every single call,
1: card. Tuesday night call. And it would be like one after the other of Tuesday night call. It was like, so um, that would be, one thing for sure. And I think a lot of things I would do differently. um, pacing. I am a huge driver, and I was I used to love working with a runner because I love love, love, boom, boom, boom. But I've actually grown to love um going working with people that are working at walkers, a much, walkers. yeah, yeah, working with people at a much slower pace. Um, I really appreciate that now. They and stick I around didn't at first. They stick so around. That's one thing. What about you?
0: I think having patients, you know, I remember we would be doing calls or something like, a, and we would have a lot to do. I mean, we were busy. We were both working full time and we would get home and sit down at the kitchen counter and just start our calls. And I remember I, I've been trained for 20 years to be efficient, right? I started out my career as an ER nurse and it was all about efficiency so, we would be on a call and I would feel like it was going too long, and Michelle was getting chatty with like personal stuff, talking about their dogs or whatever. And I would do this is awful. I would do this motion where I would like go like this off the camera and be like, we got to hurry this up. And, you know, and then I remember doing a celebration call, a senior coach or ED celebration call, and Jen was on it. And she spent like half the call talking about their dogs. And I could just see it on their face, like that they just loved it. And they they just, they love that personal connection. And I thought, oh, I'm such a terrible person. I'm all about efficiency and what do we need to say and do. And so I learned quickly, like, don't be doing this, like hurry up the call. You know, we need that, that personal connection is really important. So I learned something from Michelle. Scary. Another thing I would say is don't be too systematic. like checklist
1: style, like must do this, 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 this. Um, It's not always black and white. It's gray. It's shifting and pivoting. And it it really, truly, I feel like is a lot more of an art. Um, Some of this is just learning how to communicate and keeping it fun. Um, And then the last thing I would change is um, at Fibic not being white enough. And that was especially the case at Global. Oh, yeah, we got six EDs. We're good. We can just focus on our depth.
2: No. Like I said, two two years. Like
1: Yeah, and and you guys, if you need them, you can't lead them. And if you keep working with the same people that don't want it, you want it more for them than they want for themselves, you're missing out on a lot of other people. So we quit bringing on a whole lot of clients and bringing on a whole lot of new coaches
0: um, for probably two years. And how did we do that? Showing our passion on Facebook, doing lives, putting the passion out there.
2: So those are the things that would probably change. It's top of the hour. I went by fast. Hey, thanks for, um, thanks for engaging, engaging and having us on here and you know, sharing and hope it was helpful. Love you guys. Bye.